Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jettikin. I just did something so stupid in the kitchen. Very. Like, I'm never going to live this down. (laughs) I'm literally never going to live this down. Yeah. We found out that the cat I adopted, the, the large adult cat that I adopted, Melon, we found out that he likes hard boiled eggs. Yeah. We found that from his intake papers to the shelter. This was a street cat, so he was probably eating all sorts of stuff. So I decided we're going to make him a hard-boiled egg and see if he eats it. So I put a little little pot of water on the stove with my hard-boiled egg, with my little egg, and I left it. And all of a sudden, it starts smelling like burnt farts in here. (laughs) And I was like, what is that? I smelled something burning for a while, and I honestly, because there's a helicopter going around, thought that maybe there was just some weird smell outside. (laughs) I don't know why I put that on the helicopter for some reason, because I wasn't thinking of you cooking. Well, I mean, I live in Hollywood. It could be anything. Yeah. There are weird smells in this city. Yeah. So I was like, is something burning? And I, the egg was still on the stove. This is like 40 minutes later. Yeah. I mean, it was like what you boil an egg. It takes how long to boil this little pot of water? Like a few minutes and then you boil it or you turn it off and leave it and you get a soft boiled egg, whatever. This was on the stove for 40 minutes and it was a very small pot of water. So all the water had burned out and the egg was just sitting there completely fucking black (laughs) and fucking burnt. I burnt a hard boiled egg. Yes. Incredible. I'm so disappointed with myself. I posted a picture of it on Twitter. Okay, I'm going to send it to your mom. <laughs> She's going to go Rachel. Oh, Rachel. She <laughs> My mom can probably smell it. Yeah. She's like everything from, okay over there. From San Francisco. My mom has mom sense yeah. where she's like you burnt an egg, didn't you? Oh boy. Okay, Desi, I decided this week for a mini episode we were going to Take it back, all the way back to before the pandemic hit, and we used to do mini episodes with news stories. Oh. Now, we stopped doing that, like, when quarantine first started, around then? Yeah, I think after for the first few weeks, because it was all quarantine stories. Well, I told Desi, I was like, I if we do one, I can't do another week of quarantine or Corona stories. Like it's look, I can't do it. So we just, we changed our format slightly for mini episodes. Uh, And you know, yes, there is a lot of terrible things happening in the world right now, but I did manage to find some fun news stories for this week, starting with Lizzie Borden's house is for sale. Ooh. Now I got excited, but then I read the first, paragraph and it's actually the house she bought after she moved out of the her parents house that she murdered them in so not the murder house this is not lizzie borden's murder house not where they all had diarrhea (laughs) 
I was thinking that too. Which is more haunting, the fact that she axed her family or that they all got diarrhea from mutton? I don't know if you've listened. We have an episode on Lizzie Borden. That was a good episode. I think so. Because there was a lot of information I didn't know. And the diarrhea was one of them. I go listen. I worked very hard on that episode, I remember. Because I read transcripts from that trial from like the 1800s. And I felt very smart afterwards. Absolutely. There were some big words in there. (laughs) Including mutton. Including mutton. (laughs) Is mutton lamb? Look, I don't feel like getting at replied, but I feel like it might be old lamb. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's like... It's like not baby lamb. It's like older lamb. That's my thinking on it. Yeah, it's definitely not a spring chicken. Yeah. Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's not chicken, but I know it's like some... I feel like it's lamb. I think it's lamb, but like older, like adult or something. It's a mature lamb. Yeah. Sure. Does anyone eat mutton anymore? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if that's something they renamed to like a cooler. You know how sometimes they'll rename a food to make it sound more haute cuisine? Like, yeah. So I, I have no idea. I don't like lamb. It. I like it. I liked lamb chops when I was a kid. Now I don't like it. It doesn't really um, taste that different than beef to me. It tastes a lot different than beef to me. Yeah. Like a lot. I mean, it tastes different, but not like it tastes too. It tastes too different for me. You know, my name means little lamb in Hebrew. Oh, maybe that's why you can't eat it. <laughs> and I'm a, a ram Ooh, on the Zodiac. That's interesting. Doubly why I can't yeah. have it. Anyway, we think mutton is lamb. Mm-hmm. It's probably in a stew. But Lizzie Borden and her entire family got explosive diarrhea from eating muff- mutton. Muffin. <laughs> Sorry. What if that happened? Uh, well, in the movie version, <laughs> I can't. Okay. So what else okay. about the house? The house is for sale, and it is a scary Victorian house. Ooh. Well, it's not. It's a Queen Anne style house, but the inside, like all the all the decor, is that it's all burgundy and like brown and doilies and doilies, right? Uh, the Victorian decor, when it's like too much, it's like, okay, calm down. Yeah, it's not my style. It's not my style of decor. It's a little too, a lot too stiff for me. So, I mean, this house, I do appreciate that they like restored it to how it originally looked. I or mean, they, people like that style. They do like that style. I And I like, Desi and I were talking earlier today, like we like old buildings. I do. We like when people keep the integrity of... Certain like old styles. Are I fun. like keeping the integrity of the old style, but I definitely decor wise, I would mix it up more like where it doesn't look weird. It's like more a mixture of old. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, Except, however, I would want to live in one of those houses that is like a time capsule house that hasn't been touched since the 60s. Well, like that post I showed you, like the, the Palm, Palm Springs. Springs house. That's not a way I would ever decorate my house. On my own, but if I were rich and bought that house, I would keep it exactly as absolutely. Is. Like I would love to own a house like that if I had like a Palm Spring- Springs place. <laughs> One day, yeah. One day does. So this house is in Massachusetts, Fall River, Massachusetts. It is selling for eight hundred ninety thousand dollars. Oh, so under a million dollars, you can buy this house. The previous owners tried to turn it into a bed and breakfast. Oh. But no one wanted it d- didn't do well. 
But the they also have a bed and breakfast that is the murder house. Oh. The house where the parents were murdered. And that's probably where everyone wants to stay. They want to stay at the one where the parents are murdered. Absolutely. Not at the one where she moved to move on with her life. And became like an old crone. She did. Yeah. She didn't get married after, I don't no. think. Who's going to, I mean, that's, that's like a hard thing. Marry me, I killed my father. <laughs> and mother. Yeah. She asked yeah. them. So, yeah. So this house, Lizzie lived here from 1893 to 1927. If you want it, it's for sale here. Here's some of the decor, Desi. If you, I mean, it has that god-awful wallpaper. Oh, my God. It is no, so... No, it's, like it's, like it's like the Kelly Green and Burgundy... With like the dark oak wood. It's not even Kelly green. It's like olive yeah, it's green. Like that green. Dark though. olive green. It's, I don't like it. I don't like that decor. But the house looks nice. I mean, I, I, I yeah. mean, it's like a nice built in and like wood. They did a nice job restoring it and keeping it with the original Victorian Although theme. that probably works for like a bed and breakfast decor. Well, all right? bed and breakfasts are like that. Yeah, Why are all bed and breakfast Victorian houses? <sighs> I don't know. It's all doilies. Yeah. I, I stayed no at idea. a bed and breakfast once. I've stayed at multiple bed and breakfasts. Really? Yes. They're big on the East Coast, so I've stayed in a bunch. This Oklahoma woman was arrested on a high-speed chase. This is from the news channel KFOR, Channel 4. I'm going to read this. Enid woman arrested after leading officers on chase, claiming she had to have bowel movement and it was her birthday. Whoa. (laughs) So when I saw this headline, I was like, I'm clicking on that. (laughs) Enid, Oklahoma. A woman who refused to cooperate during a traffic stop sparked a high-speed chase and guns being drawn in an Enid neighborhood. 28-year-old Emily Owings was initially pulled over for not wearing her seatbelt. She also didn't have a license or her insurance. The only form of identification that she had on her was her medical marijuana card. Nice. Your license is suspended, the officer said. Why, Owings said. I don't know, the officer said. (laughs) Why? (laughs) That is like the best stoner response. What? (laughs) Why? (laughs) I don't know. Why? Uh, I didn't know that, Owings said. Now, uh, Now I'm waiting to see if you have warrants through Woods County, the officer said. But I have to poop so bad, Owings said. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Where do you think I was going? The officer asked. It's my birthday, Owings said. She's really pulling out all the stops. It's my fucking birthday. <laughs> A bizarre excuse and her 28th birthday wasn't the only problem she was dealing with. Police say she wasn't supposed to be behind the wheel in the first place. There was a warrant out for her arrest in Wynoka for allegedly fighting an officer. <laughs> Why don't you just let me go? Owings asked. Because your license is suspended, the officer said. I'm sorry, I didn't know, Owings said. Otherwise, I won't drive no more, but can I please go home and poop? (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine saying that to an officer? I'm sorry. Like getting pulled over when you have to shit really bad. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like speeding because you have to get home. It's an emergency. I I I would not pull over. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I need to get to the toilet. You can arrest me in there. You can arrest me when I'm done. In yeah, there. let me shit. You can listen. 
Uh, then the officer called for backup. She was backed up. (laughs) (laughs) If I can get you to step out of the vehicle for me, the officer said, are you going to arrest me? Owen said, you are under arrest. The officer said, are you kidding me? Why? You have warrants in... (laughs) Are you sure this girl isn't 14? (laughs) She sounds like the world's most angry teenager. (laughs) (laughs) You have warrants in Woods County, and they are coming to get you, the officer said. No, they are not, Owen said. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Honestly, I love this woman. She's kind of hilarious. You know what? Let her go. So she's driving on a suspended license. Just fucking let her go take a shit. Seriously. Like, what do you have? Like, you don't say that unless you actually have to shit. Isn't there a murder they could be solving? Yeah. Also, to pull someone over for not wearing a seatbelt is bullshit. You know what? Just tell her to put it on and go. Yeah. There's no reason this has to be a a full thing. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she says, fuck you guys. Owens put the key in the ignition and sped off. Wow. Yeah. A pursuit lasted several blocks with speeds topping 70 miles per hour. Damn. She had to shit. Police say the 28-year-old blew through stop signs and even a school zone. Well, it was late, wasn't it? (laughs) At that point, don't you just got to let her go? I I don't know. Look, she eventually stopped and surrendered when officers pointed their guns at her. That would have made me shit on the spot. Yeah, she didn't shit when they pulled a gun on her. That's a classic shit in your pants move. (laughs) Get out of the vehicle now, the officer said. Step out now. Owings was arrested and booked into the Garfield County Detention Center. She faces several felony charges. Can I poop in your car, man? Owings asked. (laughs) She just never stops. Um, And then uh, the officer said, you could have already been on your way to jail. And she said, yeah, but not pooping. And then he said, get in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and they searched her car and found a pipe with meth inside. Oh. I don't know if meth makes you shit, but I know crack does. Oh, but I think meth makes you brave. Well, it does. Yes. Yes. It does make you very brave. Do you have a picture of this woman? Uh, I don't. Uh, There's a news story on her. I don't know if they showed her picture. Oh, that's okay. Wait, they do, because she filmed it. Oh. Because she filmed it. She is... But I have to poop so bad. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Sorry, guys. You need to stand by. Oh, my God. Her fucking mugshot. <laughs> She's crying. <laughs> she doesn't look so badass in her mugshot, I have to say. <laughs> uh, this... Oh, my God. Just... Look, wow. if you're going to be that way during your arrest, I feel like your mugshot, you have to also be defiant. You got to own it. <laughs> you can't cry in your mugshot. <laughs> well, clearly she hadn't taken the shit yet because she doesn't look relaxed. I can't believe she had to shit that whole time. That's incredible. Because I would be very uncomfortable. Absolutely. I would be like, look, just take me in right now so I can shit in the fucking precinct or like let me go home and shit. Like, right, right. Uh, we hope you got your shit, Emily. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. This story is out of Days Digital, and the headline reads, This vibrating butt plug can be controlled by strangers on Twitter. Ooh. I would never let that happen to me. Right. Because does he... You have way too many people in your mentions who would love to do that. Me, you too. I I, <laughs> I agree. I I just recently discovered the turn off replies. I love it feature. Yeah. So now anytime I tweet something horny, I just turn that shit off. Yep. Don't fucking at me. Why would anyone want this? This the butt plug. Honestly, I'm very happy for this guy who created this. Okay. This just sounds like a passion project, and it worked. So let me read you this from Dazed Digital. Uh, Let's see. This invention is the brainchild of 31-year-old Space Buck, not his real name. (laughs) That's his, like, Twitter handle. Hey, Space Buck. Who created the Double O, a Wi-Fi-enabled battery which allows any device that takes double-A uh, batteries to be controlled via the internet. It was created using an e-cigarette battery and some additional circuitry, Spacebuck 
tells Dazed, including a Wi-Fi module so it can communicate wirelessly, a USB bridge that can be reprogrammed easily, and a voltage regulation so I can change the output voltage at any time. Instead of demonstrating this via, you know, an informative PSA, Spacebook decided to let his Twitter followers test it out. Here we go, he wrote last week on September 11th. My open source... Wait, he did this on September 11th? <laughs> yeah, that's why I love him. <laughs> what, a, what better date? I cannot believe he did this on September 11th. <laughs> He tweeted, "My here we go. My open source Wi-Fi vibrator is in my butt again. Oh, my God. (laughs) Instead of running a guest book, it's reading the status of this tweet. Vibration intensity is controlled by the poll. Liking this tweet means 10 more seconds of vibration. Retweeting means 30 more seconds of vibration. Oh, my God. Now, of course, 86% of people voted for more intense vibration. Yeah. Who's going to vote for less intense? Who are the 11, 14%, some dork. I don't know if Space Buck is a furry, but he has like a animal avatar. Oh. It looks like a reindeer laughing. It's like a giggling (laughs) reindeer. It doesn't look like a fursona necessarily, but he might be also be a furry. Who knows? Uh, alongside a poll which asked users to vote for more intense or less intense vibrations, Space Buck explained how to control the device. Uh, I just said that. At the time of the writing, the tweet had 284 likes and 100 retweets. That's it? He said, I'm interested in exploring the paradoxical paradoxical combination of intimacy and distance, Space Buck tells Days. For example, this is an extremely intimate project, one that involves me telling people people about my personal butt activities. But I'm presenting it via my fursona. He is a furry. Oh. Which provides a little distance... And really helps me open up about the intimate details. Teledildoonics. <laughs> teledildoonics is a. I didn't know that was a word. I've heard of it. You've heard of teledildoonics? I actually have. No, you haven't. Rachel, <laughs> I wrote about how people were carrying on affairs during quarantine. And one of the things they would do is get a teledildodonic or whatever, <laughs> dildonics or something. That's what they're called? Yes. And they would, um, like use it remotely so they could have like sex with their partner when they couldn't see them during quarantine when, when that, that first started. Oh, so, so they'd be at home with their wife or whatever, their husband, and they'd go into a room and they could like do things to each other with this teledildonic thing. Not to their husband and wife. No, but like their partner, their, Long their mistress, who would be a far away, they could do things with that type These, of deal. Do you want to explain what that is? It's a, it's a remote? It's a remote vibrator. That you can I control think. remotely. So you can make it go more intense, slow it down, etc. Via your phone, usually. I think so, yeah. Like there's apps yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. So he says, uh, dildo Onyx is all about being intimate and remote at the same time, and that's what's great about internet-connected sex toys. Plus, he adds, Onyx is fun. He uh, says enthusiastically. <laughs> the fir- he also you just s- picture some nerd like throwing his fist in the absolutely. air at the end of like a Free cable, frame. like a yeah, like a cable, like like local cable. Commercial. Absolutely. That's what I pictured. The first sense was a mix of relief and excitement that the device was actually working as intended. 
space buck reveals, each individual like and retweet didn't turn the vibrator on for very long, so there were plenty of times when it shut off and then jumped back to life. Uh, it gave me the same dopamine rush that checking my phone for Twitter likes would have given. <laughs> Not knowing when it would... Whoa! <laughs> Something I have tweeted is blowing up! <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing when it would turn on next was frustrating, but in a good way. It created a play- <laughs> it created a playful teasing sexual tension that I really enjoyed. It most this he continues, uh it mostly reached people in the furry community, which is generally quite sex positive and geeky, but it soon traveled further. His favorite response he said was, quote, This is the cyberpunk future I wanted. Instead of mega corporations ushering global hyperfascism in the middle of environmental collapse and a pandemic. Wow. I agree. I'm happy for him and I'm glad for anyone who wants to do this. This is my nightmare to think of my reply guys um, turning my dildo on. <laughs> <laughs> like thinking of every time they faved or did Ugh. something to me, I would feel, I, it would be like my horror movie. Like that would be my horror movie. You got a reply that made me, my skin crawl so bad yesterday. Oh. Because you tweeted and you forgot to turn the replies off. I'm so, I need yeah, to get I know you at reg- that. I know you regretted it because Desi tweeted, I would love to be fucked and then thrown off a building. I know. That was a classic one I should have fucking turned off. First off, I was irritated that someone asked, which first? It's like, she said which first in the yeah. tweet. <laughs> she already said it in the tweet that she wanted to be fucked and then thrown off a building. <laughs> also, it's none of your business. Right. First of all. Are you making a fucking a dead body joke? Very edgy. Yeah. Anyway, then somebody replied to you, oh, Desi, what if I don't want to throw you off a building? Can I just have sex with you? (laughs) I like how this is like an offer to people. (laughs) Oh, I want to keep you in my basement. (laughs) Now, this story I found from a tweet that went viral this past week by... At Weird Cities, and it is about the Costco hot dog. Oh, I saw this. You saw this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you like Costco hot dogs? I mean, I've had them before. They're very popular. They're fine. No, I don't know if it's because they're so inexpensive. Look, I'm not going to eat a gross hot dog just because it's $1.50. It was a good hot dog, and I think it, like it said in the story, that it used to be Hebrew National, right? It did used to be Hebrew National, but... uh, to cut costs, it's not. It's Kirkland Signature now. Right. Maybe it's still kosher. Exactly. It's, it's probably just, it's not name brand anymore. Yes. So this tweet, this guy at Weird Cities, he tweeted uh, an excerpt, like a screenshot from this Mental Floss article that ran in 2018 about like a staff meeting or a presentation with the CEO of Costco right. in which one of his workers or one of someone who worked under him was like, we have to cut the costs of these hot dogs. We can't keep selling this hot dog and soda combination for a dollar fifty. Yes. So this is the excerpt from that article. It said when Costco president W. Craig Jelenic once complained to Costco co-founder and former CEO Jim Sinegal that their monolithic warehouse business was losing money on their famously cheap $1.50 hot dog and soda package, Senegal listened, nodded, and then did his best to make his take on the situation perfectly clear. If you raise the price of that fucking hot dog, I will kill you. 
<laughs> Figure it out. I love it. I mean, that's like gets them a lot of business. People like that fucking hot dog. You don't hear a lot of CEOs talking like that generally. It. It's so old school. I appreciate that they want to keep the cost of the hot dog soda combo the same as it's been since 1985. By the way, I haven't tried them yet, but um, a friend of mine on Twitter who's like a food expert, Bill Oakley, you should follow his Instagram account where he like reviews fast food. He recommended a kosher hot dog from Trader Joe's. Ooh. And he's like, this is the best hot dog I've ever had. And I bought them finally. I haven't tried them yet, but I'm like really excited. I bought sauerkraut. <laughs> Yum. So I'm like going to grill them, I think, this weekend. But they're like, I usually like Hebrew National only pretty much. Yeah. Like that's my favorite. Do you like Franks and Beans? Yes. I do too. I I like a lot of those hot dog dishes. <laughs> Honestly, I do too. Um, but yeah, I like Franks and Beans. I used to eat them all the time. I called them beanie weenies. <laughs> they really are. I actually, when we were at Seven Eleven earlier, I saw a can of beanie weenies. I those beans are good. Um, I, I haven't had that in so long, but I definitely liked it, and I'm sure I would like it now. I would like a gourmet Franks and Beans now. Yeah. But so I'm excited to try these hot dogs. That's all our news stories for this week. We did have. Uh, some listener emails that I wanted to get to. We have a really old listener email I wanted to get to. Look, we're going to get to your emails at some point. Yeah. We get a lot of them and like we don't, we just pick one. Yeah. We're not like, oh, we're fuck your email. Yeah. We save them. Yeah, we save them. And Mm -hmm. we're very appreciative for everyone who sends them in. So eventually we will get to your email. This is an email from a while ago from Emily and I liked the title of this email because it's called a ghost watched me have sex. I don't know how I'd be very afraid. You wouldn't find it hot. (laughs) (laughs) No, especially because it's this ghost in the story. Okay. Sounds very not hot. Okay. She says my in-laws house is haunted by a ghost that they call the man in the white shirt. And I just picture like a man only wearing a white shirt. Yeah, that's not sexy. Like he's naked from the bottom down. Yeah. There's something so vulgar about being a man running around. And like a button up white shirt and socks. Any white, any shirt and no pants. Yeah, I don't like it. They have lived in this house for almost 40 years and the ghost first appeared in the early 90s. The ghost is an apparition of an elderly man in a white shirt. Everyone in my husband's family has seen him except me. He appears in the upstairs hallway in their house. I asked my husband if he or anyone else in his family has been shoved by the ghost, and he said no. He then told me that he has felt him sit on his bed before. The man in the white shirt also has opened the bathroom door. I've been looking for him for years. My husband keeps telling me you won't see him when you're looking for him. He just appears. My in-laws just accept the ghost. They think that it is the ghost of the previous owner who died in the house. The ghost got horny at my in-law's house about 11 years ago. My then-boyfriend, now-husband, and I were in the basement on the guest bed just reading the Bible. JK, we were totally fucking. (laughs) We We were the only ones in the house. Their basement has three closets that you can see from the bed. So we were doing the deed and heard the door to one of the closets creak. We stopped and looked up, and the door was slowly opening and stopped. 
I have never experienced anything paranormal before and felt like someone was watching me. Then we heard the water come on upstairs. I asked him if the man in the white shirt had ever been downstairs. He said no, but then proceeded to tell me that there is an antique phonograph record player in the closet that opened. It belonged to my husband's great-grandfather, and my in-laws think that this phonograph is haunted as well. Uh, I guess there is also a ghost attached to it as well. Uh, she said that several there have been several creepy things that happened in that basement. Cups would fall off the coffee table, but no one was touching them. The glass on the fireplace shattered in, in the middle of the summer, and books and movies would disappear from the shelf and then turn up on the floor later. Hmm. That's creepy. Was, uh, did, did her husband stay inside of her the whole time? <laughs> While they were investigating? Like when they were thinking, what's going on? Like I like just picture him staying inside. Probably. Because you know the guy was like, uh, okay, let's go. Let's continue. <laughs> Honestly, I first of all, I think all phonographs are probably haunted. You mean the ones with the big cone on top? Yes, those. Yeah. Are, that is a very haunted appliance. Yeah, those uh, are weird. Please keep them away from me. I do not want. I'm <laughs> serious, Desi. I'm scared of them. I don't think they're that common. No, I think in the middle of the night you're going to hear it. Like it's going to be that. Be like, and it's going to be that crackle. It's going to be like, and then it's going to be like. In the middle of the fucking night, yeah. that's going to happen. That would be scary. You hear the needle drop? Yeah. I know how it works. <laughs> anyway, I, I, would, I would be absolutely frightened if a ghost was watching me have sex. Yeah, that would be scary. So thank you for the story, Emily. Appreciate yeah. it. Now, we also got an email in response to our talking about romance novels. Oh. Or I, should I say bashing romance novels. Yes. We were we were joking about how on the covers they're always on a pirate ship because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we were talking about how we couldn't understand how anyone would want to fuck Fabio. Yeah, but we do have a listener who is a big fan of romance novels, and it this email piqued both of our interests when we read it this week. Yeah, this is from anonymous. She says. Here I was minding my black ass business, listening to my true crime podcast while reading my romance novel just to, just to be attacked through my ears by my favorite hosts. I, came from a lo- I come from a long line of romance novel readers. My mom used to try to hide her mountain of smut books from me, but I would go into the attic and find them and read them. I was 10. I grew up and worked at my local library surrounded by endless books and still only read romance novels. I'm happily married to a man with good dick and still only read romance (laughs) novels. Romance novels have perfectly paced storytelling, contain varying degrees of filth, and always have a happily ever after ending. Plus, there are lots of different subgenres historical, contemporary, supernatural, futuristic, black, queer. I recently read that people with anxiety disorders are drawn to romance novels because, regardless of the subgenre, they're fairly formulaic and always end happily. I've been reading them more than ever during COVID. I also recently read that people often shit on romance novels because anything to do with women exclusively that women are into is deemed to be inconsequential and inherently foolish. Definitely agree with that. Yeah. That's like a very common, like that's why people shit on rom-coms all the time. Yeah. Because they're coded. Or anything romance. Anything that's coded to be geared towards women. Yes. People are like, oh, that's garbage. It's not art. Or like chiclet. Yeah. Like not even romance novels, but things that are like for women, 
like those books are always seen as less than. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, now I'm. She says some of it applies to true crime and reality TV. Oh yeah, uh, I agree with that too. If we like it, it's automatically dumb as fuck. Now, I'm not saying that romance novels aren't sometimes dumb as fuck. (laughs) Sometimes I read a particularly bad one and laugh until I'm sick. They're not any dumber than any other genre of novel. Anyway, just want to take this opportunity to pledge my undying allegiance to romance novels, and I love the show. Like romance novels, the escapism of the show has gotten me through some tough times. I'm grateful for you both. Well, I want to, that's it. I want to read a romance novel Me now. Me too. We should read a romance novel and do it on a Patreon or something. We should review it. Yeah. But we'll send it to this woman for free Can if we I do it on a Patreon. Can I just that this woman, first of all, I love her. And this is the way you come back to a criti- like critique someone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? Well, because I, I actually felt bad, but I never feel bad when people like come at me meanly. But now, but no, I appreciate this because now I my interest is peaked, and I need to check out a romance novel. I really liked the sort of context of them historically too, and how they're sort of judged. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I, I it definitely interested me, and I I did some more research into it because I feel like oh, I should write something about this. Uh, for the place I write, because I find should. it really interesting, and I wonder if men read them, yeah, and are like embarrassed. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't want to tell people they like them. Now, I've read erotica before, but I think these are different. It's right? different, yeah. right? Because I've read erotica is definitely more sexual. I think. I mean, I read like literary erotica, like yeah. like Anna Nin. Oh yeah, but I think. I think what like what she's saying is true. You're like usually in this world and it's like a real it's like a real page turner. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we should find like a maybe we should get her to if she's listening, she should recommend us like the one we should try. I agree. Yeah. I want to hear her favorite. Yeah. Maybe we can do a review of it. Yeah. And that we'll do it fun. on one of our main shows or our, our mini sods. If we yeah. do it, no, we can do it for a Patreon, but but we'll if, send it to her. But if she's not a patron, we can just send it to her mm-hmm. for free. Cool. Sounds good. We'll figure it out. We'll be in touch. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to go down this road. Absolutely. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Desi, did you watch anything, read anything, listen to anything interesting this week? Oh, I want to tell you all about a podcast that's been around for a while and I've been meaning to listen to it for a while, but I finally did. It's called Reply All, and it's basically all about internet-related um, subjects. It's kind of like an NPR-style show in that it's like two guys, and I guess they're kind of dry. Like it's not like a, it's not like a humor or people talking like we do. Um, but it's very good, and they're funny though. They're funny, but I'm just saying it's like a little bit. It's like people are always like, is it like friends talking or is it like? Well, a, it's very well produced. Yes, it's like a gimlet. It's gimlet. Yeah. So, um, but I, I think it's really good. I recommend it. I've only listened to a few episodes, and the first one I listened to was I think their most recent, and it's about QAnon, 
which I knew nothing or pretty much nothing about. So it was really interesting to get the whole scoop of how it sort of came about. It's a good podcast. I also listened to this episode about QAnon from this podcast. It is like, I think their most recent, I mean, it's, I think it was last week. Yeah. Unless they came out with a new one since then when yeah, I listened it to probably it. probably is. It was their most yeah. recent episode. Uh, I was riveted by it. I love hearing about how weird underbellies of the internet shit yes. starts. Oh, totally. And I when, like that too. And like, I mean, like I'm, I sent it to Brendan. I was like, can you listen to this? Yeah. And he listened to it and he loved it. The other episode I listened to, cause I subscribed after yeah, I heard, too. after I heard that episode. Cause I do, I like internet stuff, stories. In general, I like history and I'll almost listen to any podcast about the history of anything. Like, yeah. I like that. Kind I of like subject. hearing yeah. the origin story. So I, also listened to an episode that was fucking riveting. Which one? Fucking riveting. It was... Oh, Did God. you listen to the woman who was in the play? Yes, I listened to Dude, that one. that that's one not was the one. Cra- that was crazy. That's not, the, that's not the one I listened to. The episode I listened to was about this guy. I'm finding the name of it right now, but it was about this guy who had started singing lyrics to a song to his wife, and his wife was like... What song is that? And he's like, oh, you know, it, like, it was really popular. It was, po- it was on the radio in the 90s, and he couldn't remember the name of it. And he couldn't fucking remember the name of it. And he searched for the lyrics on the internet. Because like, he remembered like 70% of the lyrics, yeah. but he couldn't remember the name of it, and it was driving him nuts because he had it in his head. Yeah. And he could not find it anywhere on the internet. Ooh. anywhere and it is about the journey i mean it is a journey this episode i don't want to spoil anything more or give anything away but i was like on the edge of my seat where is this going are they going to find the song <laughs> are they going to find this fucking song does the song exist what's going on okay i want to listen to this one. and it was funny okay uh hold on i need to find the name of the episode it was something about like a hit just isn't the show good I, love I do it. like the show. It's very um, pleasant to listen to. It's also sort of not, I don't have one that's sort of like this in my rotation. I don't either. I mostly listen to true crime. Uh, oh, it's called The Case of the Missing Hit, episode Ooh. or number 158 okay. of Reply All. Loved that episode. I can't wait. I want to listen to it. So, yeah, so that was my new podcast that I listened to. Um, as far as watching, I am. I finished Billions. I had a really bad discovery that they hadn't finished season five. So there was only seven episodes because they had to stop mid-quarantine. Um, then I, I, am, I am doing 90 Day Fiance. So I just finished season two and started season three. I'm watching them in order of the way they came out. Someone I follow on Twitter posted, she's like a, an obsessive 90 Day Fiance, and she posted the seasons as they aired the order as they aired. Smart. So I'm trying to watch them in that order, even though I've already seen some of the other episodes like from before the 90 days and, cetera, and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm going to just try to watch them in order and if I've seen that season, maybe I'll skip it. Right. Because you because you still haven't seen season two of before the 90 days or season three of before the 90 I days. I definitely haven't seen three. I may have started season two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm watching. I don't, Really, I started watching a really weird show because I got Disney Plus recently. Oh, I have that. I didn't realize that I already had Hulu and like ESPN Plus. So it was like $2 more to get Disney added to that mix. What? Yeah. I paid for it separately. 
<laughs> so I added it. So now I have them all for like twelve ninety nine a month. Oh, isn't that a good deal? Uh, so yeah, I started watching a show called um, <laughs> So Dumb. Once upon a time, <laughs> it's like it's like a modern fairy tale. Oh, that was a network show. Yeah, it was a network show, but it's kind of like entertaining because it's all fairy tale characters, but it's like edgy. No, I know. For like a it's network like show. Yeah, it's like gritty, but it's kind of entertaining. So I started watching that. Uh, I don't know if I'll stay with it. I love that we're both watching network shows right now. <laughs> you know, it's nice when you're on like Disney Plus. By the way, I'm like kind of excited for a lot of things on there. That I want to see. Well, they, they have, have all like, those weird seventies Disney movies. They have the weird seventies. They also have like a lot of um, weird National Geographic programming. Oh, uh, and the other thing I really want to watch that I haven't gotten to is they have a series called Imagineering, like the Imagineers. It's about how they created certain rides yeah. and the ones that failed and like all that kind of stuff. So they have episodes of this show. It's like a is reality. It a new? Yes. Oh, it's new. It's a new, it's like a Disney Plus show called Imagineering and it's like a behind the scenes of how they created and all the ups and downs and fails that have happened. So kind of like excited to watch that show because I like that sort of thing. They're probably not going to talk about protein spills. (laughs) No, it's not going to be that interesting. (laughs) I'll watch it. That's when we're on Disney Plus. That's when we, you know what? (laughs) That's our show. Disney, contact us. We, Trademark. We could be Dis- We could be Disney girls. Jazzy. We could be Disney girls. Uh, Do you know my father? They wouldn't let him into Disneyland in the sixties. Oh, did I tell you this? Why? Because of his facial hair? He, because of his hair, hair. Oh, it was long. It was like down to his butt, and they were like, "You can't oh. come in here, you disgusting hippie." Damn. But my great grandfather, mm-hmm. who was my father's grandpa, said. You need to, this is my grandson. You let him into the park. He was, he carried his way in there. He's like, I want to talk to the mouse. This is my grandson. <laughs> Who cares, old man? <laughs> I mean, and my dad, they, he did go to opening day Disneyland when, when he was little, cool. little, yeah. mini, mini Before Gary. his hair got long. Before his hair got all long and crazy. That's so funny. Well, Are you watching anything new? Same old? I'm just saying, just watching Criminal Minds. Enjoying the ride. I'm on season seven now. Just started season seven. Uh, you know, it's got that guy, Joe, Joe Mon- Mon- Montagna. Ooh, he's cute. He's, I like watching him. Yeah. He's, he's a good, he's, he's, he's good. He's like a solid. He's a solid actor. Yeah. Uh, that's it. I mean, that's really all my little brain can handle right now. Me too. I'm, I'm not doing much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. I just remembered there was one listener I wanted to give a shout out to. Emma, congratulations on your engagement. Oh, yeah. Yay, Yay Emma. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. so exciting. I said I want to hear good news. Yeah. This is great news. Yeah. Congratulations. Tell us about what kind of food you eat when you eventually... We want to know what your cake is. When you get married. <laughs> when you guys get married, I want to hear about the food. Or if you need advice beforehand on what kind of cake. <laughs> we'll we'll tell you, you what flavor combos work. Desi, we could be wedding planners. Oh, my God. Even though like we're not 
bride types. But I think I would be good because I'd be mean to them. I'd be like, calm down. And I'd be the, <laughs> and I'd be the very emotional, sensitive one. You'd be the emotional, I'd sensitive be the one, one who would start crying. Yes. Because I'd get so overwhelmed about the love. Aww. I really do love weddings. I mean, they can be good. I love They're them. They're either like horrible or good, I think. I just love all, I love going to weddings. I, mi- I miss that. I miss going to, it's weird. I miss, yeah. I do miss going to weddings. Mm-hmm. We can't do anything now. Nope. Uh, I don't have that many interesting food things. Yeah, me neither. <sighs> I was, I was going to make midnight oatmeal cookies this week, Ooh. but I didn't. I like the lace ones. The they're crispy. like thin and buttery. Yeah, oh, I usually so make those ones, but I would want it. I had a craving for like the real chewy ones. Yeah, those are good too. I wanted a, like the big. I'm a big fan boys. of those type of cookies. I'm not a hater. You know what I want to make this week is oatmeal cookies, and then put ice cream in the middle. Ooh, we should make homemade ice cream sandwiches. I've done it. <sighs> So good. Do you know what I was thinking about today is how I'm going to have to cook my own fucking Thanksgiving this year. Oh, but I might not go away so I can cook it too. You can come over here and we can have Thanksgiving here. Of course. I did it like a year or two ago. I can't remember why. I mean, I love cooking. It's not that. I love cooking. You always get more food when there's a lot of people. Yeah. It's, It's like... You'll have more options. You can tie a little bit of everything. I really just, like, I have a big family. Yeah. And we all go to Philadelphia because that is where the matriarch of the family lives. My grandmother, who's going to be 98 this year. And I'm, like, so broken up about not being able to see her. Yeah. Anyway... Someone's getting engaged. One of our Yay. listeners is getting engaged. That's exciting. Yes. That is great. Okay. We can't that, wait to hear about the cake. I can't wait to hear about the cake. Okay. Okay. That's bye. it. Bye.